Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 255, looking at Nahum 1, 2 and 3, finishing off an entire book of the Bible, then Colossians chapter 3, and finishing off with Psalm 107. As we go into the book of Nahum, understand that Nahum is written about a hundred years after Jonah. Jonah was sent to Nineveh to uh, bring a message of repentance from God to the people so that the people would repent and therefore God would relent and no longer punish them. And of course we know in Jonah that the people did indeed repent and therefore no judgment and no punishment came to them. A hundred years later, we find Nineveh in the book of Nahum, and the story is very different. Instead of God relenting from his judgment, this time they would face certain judgment. As we go into Nahum 1, we understand why. God is jealous. This means he deserves total obedience and will not permit any rivals. It is the jealousy of the husband over his wife or the mother over her child. He is jealous over his people and for his glory. But God has been long-suffering with them. God does not have a temper tantrum. Instead, he has patiently waited for the sinners to hear his word and to repent. God continues to be sovereign. He has his way because his way is the best way and he is in complete control. And therefore, God has been good to Nineveh. Nineveh was not destroyed. In fact, Nineveh had time of repentance, of faithfulness and of blessing between Jonah and Nahum. But Nahum too brings a dramatic picture of the invasion, the battle and the victory and the complete humiliation over the people of Nineveh before the Lord and her enemies. It was the Babylonians and the Medes who defeated Assyria and it was the Lord God of Israel who brought it all together. You see, they had to invade Nineveh because they had sinned against God and this time they did not want to repent and therefore God could not relent in his judgment. In Nahum 3, we see a picture of what the people have become. They're like the harlot, the drunkard, the fig tree and the locust, the flock and the victim. They will all be destroyed because they refuse to come under the control of God. Now, I want to be clear here. God is not a vindictive God. He's not brought punishment to Nineveh just because he can. He brought punishment and judgment to Nineveh because of the people's response. You see, if the people had truly repented and this generation truly came to God, then they would have received blessing, not judgment. So when we apply that to our own lives, how are we responding to God? Do we respond to God in faithfulness, in obedience? Do we place God in the highest place in our life? Are we indignant towards him or indifferent towards him or simply don't care what God will do? How we react to God will be how God reacts to us. In Revelation, he says he stands at the door and knocks. If we open that door and invite Christ in, then we will receive the blessing of Jesus Christ. But if we keep that door closed and we refuse to hear God, then God has to stay the other side of the door. And instead of blessing, we receive judgment. As we head into Colossians 3, having laid the doctrinal foundation, Paul now makes the personal application for truth. And it's something to live by and it's something to learn through. We're to put to death In Christ you have died to the old life and had been raised to the new life. Therefore, we're to put to death the old life. We're to put off, like Lazarus, who must get rid of the grave clothes that belong to the old life. By faith, we're to put off the sins that we were once bound in. And then we're to put on. We're to put on the grace clothes of Christ. We're to focus on the things that are heavenly, on our obedience to God, not obedience to earthly relationships. And you see here, this is the antithesis of what we see in Nahum. 
judgment comes to the people in Nahum and the people of Nineveh because they refused God. They kept the old life on where we will receive blessing, Colossians 3, if we put off and put away sin and death and put on Christ Jesus. And then today we finish off with Psalm 107. How easy it is to take God's mercy for granted. Ingratitude seems to be the natural to the sinful human heart. But there are four pictures of God's mercy towards sinners. We see picture one, the traveller. Being lost in the wilderness without food or drink would be a frightful experience. But God not only saved them, but led them to the safety of the city. We see the prisoners. They were in prison because they had rebelled against God's will, so they deserved to suffer. But when they cried out to God, he heard them and freed them. We then see the sufferers and sailors who were suffering in their danger, but God came to them and saved them. And then we have farmers. Only God can send the rain that turns the wilderness into garden, and only God can make the cattle multiply. Do you see here, we're getting the same picture in all three passages. There are two aspects to God, the wrathful judgment of God and then the joyous blessing of God. And how we respond to God will determine what we receive. If we respond to Christ wholeheartedly, we receive the blessing. If we respond to Christ with indifference or arrogance, we receive the judgment. And so as you walk into today, not just your soul in terms of giving your entire life to Christ, but in your everyday moments, and the everyday activities choose to decide to honour Christ and therefore receive his blessing. Let's pray today. Father, we do indeed pray that we would choose Christ Jesus over all things, that we would put off and put away and put to death sin, and we would put on Christ Jesus in every action, word and thought in our lives. And Father, we pray as we do that, that we would indeed enjoy the blessing that you bring. We pray this in your glorious name. Amen.